Hello, this is Julian McNair, and this is the audio portion of my California Literature Project. Today I'll be talking about the Donner Party and reading from the recovered diary of Patrick Breen, who gave a very detailed account of what the Donner Party endured. Patrick Breen was an Irish immigrant whose family joined the Donners. His diary is the only surviving document that gives a first-hand account of what happened in the Sierras. There are several diaries kept by men in the relief parties, but they don't give as much insight into the events as a first-hand experience. He began writing in November of 1846, and the last entries are dated for March 1847, shortly before his rescue. Just a note about the diary. It's written in a very choppy style. The sentences end abruptly without much elaboration. Most of the entries were uneventful, so I decided to read the in so I decided not to read the entire thing. Instead, I picked out those that seemed most interesting. The Breen Diary shows what life was like on a day-to-day -day basis for the stranded party. Although there were some allusions to cannibalism, the Breens didn't have to resort to that. Their camp was starving, but they survived on leathery cowhides for food. So his writing is pretty depressing, but it's not as grisly as you'd think. The first entry is November 20th, 1846. Came to this place on the 31st of last month it, that it snowed. We went on to the pass. The snow was so deep we were unable to find the road within three miles of the summit. Then turned back to the shanty on the lake. We now have killed most of our cattle, having to stay here until next spring and live on poor beef without bread or salt. It snowed during the space of eight days with little intermission after our arrival here. November 21st. Fine morning. Our company are about to start across the mountain this morning, including Stanton and his Indians. November 23rd. Same weather. The expedition across the mountains returned after an unsuccessful attempt. November 28th. Snowing fast now, about 10 o'clock. Snow 10 or, ten, 10 or 12 inches deep. Soft, wet snow. Weather is not cold. November 29th. Still snowing, now about 3 feet deep. Killed my, lax, my last oxen today. We'll skin them tomorrow. Give another yoke to fosters. It's hard to get wood. December 8th. Fine weather, clear and pleasant. It froze hard last night. The people are not stirring much. It's hard to work, and we have sufficient lumber to keep us warm and cook our beef. December 9th. Commence snowing about 11 o'clock. Wind northeast. It snows fast. Took in Spitzner yesterday. So weak he could not rise without help caused by starvation. Everyone else is in good health. Still having scant supply of beef, Stanton trying to make a raise for some for his Indians himself, not likely to get much. December 10th. Snowed fast all night with heavy squalls of wind. Continues still to snow. The sun peeping through the clouds once in about every three hours. It's very difficult to get lumber today. Now about 2 o'clock, it looks likely to continue snowing. Don't know the depth of the snow. 
maybe about seven feet. December 13th. Snows faster than any previous day. Tanton and the Graves, with several others, make preparations to cross the mountains on snowshoes. Snow is eight feet deep on the level. In that last passage, the people making the snowshoes were part of the forlorn hope, and they were preparing to set out into the harsh winter environment to seek help. December 16th. Fair and pleasant. Froze hard last night. The company started out on snowshoes to cross the mountain. In that last entry, Breen was referring to the, the forlorn hope and their departure and journey through Donner Pass. December 17th. Pleasant sunshine today. Wind is about southeast. Bill Murp returned from the mountain party last evening. Billis died night before last. Milton Noah went to the Donners eight days since. Not returned yet. Think they got lost in the snow. December 20th. Froze a little now clear and pleasant, thawing a little. Miss Reed's here, no account of Milt. Dutch Charlie started for the Donners, but he turned back, unable to proceed. Tough times, but not discouraged. Our only hope is in God. December 21st. Milt got back last night from the Donners camp with sad news. Jacob Donner, Sam Shoemaker, Reinhardt and Smith are dead. The rest of them in a low situation. Snowed all night with a strong southwestern wind. Today it's cloudy. Wind continues, but not snowing. Thawing sun shine dimly in hopes it will clear off. December 22nd. Snowed all last night. Continue to snow all day with few intermissions. Had a severe fit with gravel yesterday. I'm well today. Praise be to heaven. December 23rd. Snowed a little last night. Clear today. Thawing a little. Milt took some of his meat today. All well at their camp. Began this day to read the 30-day prayer. May God Almighty grant the request of an unworthy sinner that I am. December 25th. Began to snow yesterday about a 12 o'clock. snowed all last night and snows yet rapidly. Wind is about east by north. Great difficulty in getting lumber. John and Edward have to get it for me. Offered our prayers to God this Christmas morning. The prospect is appalling, but hope in God. December 31st. Last of the year. May we with God's help spend the coming year better than the past, which we propose to do if Almighty God will deliver us from our present dreadful situation, which our prayer, if the will of God, sees fit for us. January 1st. Sun peeps out at times. Provisions are getting scant. Dug up a hide from under the snow yesterday for Milt. Did not take it yet. January 17th. Eliza Williams came here this morning. Sent her back again to the graves. Crazy last night. So Bill Murray says. Keysburg sent Bill to get hides off his shanty and carry them 
home this morning. Provisions are scarce. Hides are the only article we depend on. We have little meat. May God send us help. That last entry shows that the camps have become so desperate for food that they're now eating the cow hides they had stored away. It's hard to imagine someone so hungry that they would eat the equivalent of a leather coat. January 19th. Clear and pleasant. Thawing a little in the sun. Wind is southeast. Peggy and Edward are sick last night by eating some meat that Dolan threw his tobacco on. Pretty well today. Lanthrum is very low. In danger if relief doesn't come soon. Hides are all the go. Not much of any in any other camp. January 26th. Cleared up yesterday. Today is fine and pleasant. Wind is south. In hopes that we are done with snowstorms. Those that went to suitors not yet returned. Provisions are getting scant. People are very weak, living on short allowances of hides. January 30th. John and Edward went to the graves this morning. The graves seized on Mrs. Reed's goods until they would be paid. They also took the hides that she and her family had to live on. She got two pieces of hides from there. The balance they have taken. You may know from these proceedings what our fare is in camp. There is nothing but got nothing to be got by hunting, yet perhaps there soon will be. God send help. February sixth. It snowed faster last night and today than it has done this winter and still continues without intermission. Wind is southeast. Murphy's folks or Keysburg say they can't eat hides. I wish they, I had enough for them. Mrs. Eddy is very weak. February 10th. Beautiful morning. Wind blows west. It froze hard last night. Today, thawing in the sun. Jay Denton is trying to borrow meat for the graves. Had none to give. They have nothing but hides. All are entirely out of meat but a little we have. Our hides are nearly all eat up, but with God's help, spring will soon smile upon us. February 22nd. The California started this morning. 24 in number. Some in a very weak state. Fine morning. Wind is southwest. For the last three days, Mr. Keysburg started and left unable to go. Patty, Reed, and Thomas came back. This entry shows when the first relief shows up and takes 24 of the stronger immigrants down through Donner's Pass. February 23rd. Froze hard last night. Today is fine. Has the appearance of spring. All but the deep snow. Wind is south-southeast. Shot top. Towser the dog today dressed his flesh. Miss Graves came this morning to borrow meat, dog or ox. They think we've got meat to spare, but I know to the contrary. They have plenty of hides. I live principally on the same. In that last entry,
the Breens had become desperate enough to kill their own dog, Towser, and eat it. Another important thing that this entry shows was the fundamental distrust between the Breens and the Graves. Many of the er, stranded immigrants began to grow paranoid of each other, suspecting people were hoarding food, so there was great tension between the various families and camps. February 25th. Froze hard last night. Fine and sunshiny today. Wind is west. Miss, w Miss Murphy says the wolves are about to dig up the dead bodies at her shanty. The nights are cool to watch them. We hear them howl. February 26th. Martha's jaw swelled with a toothache. Hungry times in camp. Plenty of hides, but the folks will not eat them. We eat them with tolerable good appetite. Thanks be to God Almighty. Amen. Mrs. Murphy said here yesterday that she thought she would commence on Milt and eat him. I don't think that she has done it yet. It is so distressing. The Donners four days ago told the California folks that they commenced to eat the dead people if they did not succeed. That day or next in finding their cattle. At this point, cannibalism was appearing to be a viable option to the less desperate camps. In reality, though, dozens of acts of cannibalism had already occurred, but there's no mention of it in the diary since Patrick Breen wasn't aware of this. March 1st. There has ten men arrived this morning from Bear Valley with provisions. We are to start in two or three days and cache our goods here. There is amongst them some old. They say the snow will be here until June. This was the last entry in the Breen Journal made be just before his rescue. The Donner's western journey was incredibly symbolic of the spirit of prosperity that began in California and spread to the rest of the country. The event itself demonstrated the hardships people were willing to work through in order to make it to the Golden State. The Donner Party is associated with a type of statewide pride which reaches back over 150 years ago. The Donner Party ordeal has been told and retold through a variety of stories, poems, movies, and even a musical. I hope you found this narrative interesting, and I thank you for listening.